Welcome to the Productivity Podcast. Delighted today to be joined by Greg Watts, who's the Chief Exec Officer for Finder, which are the world's first meeting platform for businesses. Hi, Greg. How are you? Simon, hello. I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me. No, you're more than welcome. It's a pleasure to have you on. Been looking forward to this one because uh, the stuff you've been doing is amazing. Uh, I think there's a, a really big future for it. So we will find out more as the pod cast progresses but first let's find out a bit more about you so greg tell us a bit more about your career what you've done uh kind of all the way up to starting finder and then we'll jump into that in a bit more detail yeah no i'd I'd, I'd love to well i started my career gosh about 20 years ago which makes me feel um ancient um i started off at a graduate program at general electric and and then just steadily held various corporate roles marketing roles um sales roles partnership roles in businesses like T-Mobile, British Gas, Visa. Um, I worked for Associated British Foods as a marketing manager as well. So did lots of work with lots of lots of retailers. So I've had quite a varied, a varied career, but all, all centered around marketing and, and, and partnerships and kind of commercial roles. But there was always something kind of nagging away at me with my with my corporate with my corporate jobs, which I absolutely loved. And I got the opportunity to work with some some of the world's biggest brands. I traveled the world. I did all, you know, all, all the stuff that people want to do in, in, in their corporate careers. But there was always something slightly missing and I could never quite put my finger on it. And and I, I hit 40 a little while ago. And um, some people will call it a midlife crisis. I, I personally call it a midlife review. And I thought, hmm, what, what is this thing that I'm kind of, what's this nagging thing? I think it was a sense of maybe in the corporate world, having lots of processes perhaps around me or, you know, being, there was lots of structure I mean, again, I had, had some fantastic roles, but I think maybe what I was missing was a bit more maybe freedom. Um, and anyway, I, I, I eventually kind of the idea for Finder kind of came up because my last corporate role at, at, at Visa was heading up the partnerships team for, 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 for the European region. And so I was responsible for creating partnerships with um, lots of big retailers and lots of big banks to get them to promote cards, to move away from cash to cards. And Finder really came about from the experience at Visa and, and, and in lots of other companies as well, but it was kind of crystallized at Visa where I just c- found it really frustrating that creating a partnership between another business, so let's say in this case between Visa and Tesco, often took months, if not years. You have to identify the right businesses you want to partner with. You've then got to identify the right people. You've then got to engage with lots of people within that organization. People you know, would call that stakeholder management. You've then got to go through all sorts of steps before you can do anything together. And I just thought, why does it take so long? And I, I obviously knew why it took so long, because those are all the steps that were involved. But the first step um, in the process of creating a partnership with another business is identifying the right people within that organization, or, 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 as, we, you know, or, or as we call them, the right decision makers. And, and so I thought, wouldn't it be amazing if, if, you, if there was a platform where you could just come onto the platform, tell the platform about who you are and what you're looking for. So whether that's new sales, new channel partners, new innovation, new suppliers, whatever your business requirements are, and then you can browse opportunities. And if you spot something that, 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 that's relevant, you can just request a one hour discovery call. And that request then goes to, to that decision maker at Tesco, for example, and that decision maker at Tesco can then say whether they want to accept or reject the request. So, for example, Tesco could be looking for a new loyalty program, and if a, if, if a loyalty if a loyalty business sees that, they can they can request a discovery call, and all of a sudden, the two businesses have had a have had a discovery call 
um, in, in a matter of clicks and in, in a matter of minutes. And so that was that was what I set out to build, and, and and that's what we've done. So we've created the world's first matching platform for businesses. But it was it was really kind of conceived from my frustration that it just took so long, took so much money to create partnerships between between two or, or, or more than two businesses. So I so we've often been described as um, as a dating platform for businesses, which we haven't quite embrace that 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 feedback yet which so we've gone as far as calling ourselves the matching experts who knows maybe we'll call ourselves we'll talk about dating in the future but 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 how we work it's very simple one business comes on tells us about who they are and what they're looking for and if they spot an opportunity they just request a discovery call with the other user and then both businesses can have a one-hour discovery call um, on the platform in, in in a matter of minutes and we know um, we know that you know if you look, if you use tools like LinkedIn or, or Crunchbase or Owl, they're they're great tools and they tell you a great deal of information about businesses and the people within those organisations. But you've got less than a three percent chance of securing a meeting with those people if you haven't actually met them before. And so that's really the problem that we're fixing is is helping to speed up access to opportunities with decision makers. Um, so that, that that's what we're doing. Amazing. So uh, yeah, I can kind of see. So if, in in my mind, if I'm a, a big business, I can cut through some of that stuff and be really clear about my requirements at a, at a high level or the kind of project I'm looking for. That then is displayed on the, your platform, and people can then go in and start to arrange those hour sessions. So you can you can really cut through from a business point of view, I suppose, trying to find the right organisations to potentially work with, but also from a a seller's point of view, it's coming to you rather than you having to find it, hence the word finder. Yeah, that's exactly. You should come work with us. Um, that's, <laughs> that's exactly what we do. We, you know, we, we talk about helping to find and get found, if you like, um, helping to get discovered, helping to open up more doors. So we, one of our, one of our marketing um, team kind of described us recently as, as you know, you're wandering down a street and, and you're looking for, you're looking for doors to go into um, and, tools like LinkedIn, you can wander down the street and you can you can knock on the door, but but 97% of the time the doors don't open up. With Finder, you walk down the street and, and you can ring the doorbell and 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 get invited in for a cup of tea um, in a lot more in, in a lot more a lot more instances. So we have we help businesses of all sizes, ranging from very early stage businesses all the way through to large corporate enterprises like MasterCard, Visa, Uber, Amazon, City, uh, British Gas, Sky. So it doesn't matter how big or how small you are, it doesn't matter where, where you are in the world. Our users are, are spread all across the world. Um, you just simply come on, tell us who you are and what you're looking for, whether that's new sales, new leads, new partners, new innovation, whatever you're looking for, and then we'll help you find it. So we we, all, we only launched last October, um, but we already know we've got a, a number of a number of use cases where our business where our users have said that with Finder they were able to find opportunities and find solutions to challenges within within a matter of, within a matter of minutes. We know that um, certainly for some of our smaller users, and this is something which I'm particularly proud of, that they never would have got to meet the likes of MasterCard, let alone sign an NDA and then explore commercial opportunities together. And we've got a number of our users telling us that. So it, it, it's quite satisfying. And I suppose on a higher society level, we're passionate about helping businesses to succeed, if it's, particularly if you're a smaller business. We all know the stats around you know, they've got 90% or 95% or 85%, whatever the number is, chance of failing within the first year or two years. We all just kind of trot out those 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 numbers as if it's okay. I, I don't think that is okay. I want to see, you know, more businesses succeed. And if we can do a little bit by helping them to 
um, reach decision makers who they perhaps otherwise wouldn't have met and give them that extra chance of success, then wouldn't that be good for, for society, for, for, for economies and, and for people's livelihoods? Absolutely. And I think one of, one of the things that's really interesting for me is, and I've used LinkedIn for a while, it's really difficult, certainly, you know, your your background is, is similar to mine in terms of some of the organisations you've worked with and what have you. Trying to find the right person with the right job role is needle mm-hmm. in a haystack world. So, you know, are they called head of retail, mm-hmm. uh, director of retail, head of stores, head of retail operations, director of retail operations, retail operations manager, and, and the list goes on and it's different by organization so the fact that it's almost being pushed the other way means that mm. you know, the contact is the right person and there's clearly a, a tangible opportunity rather than you know cold calling or um getting yourself on the radar with somebody so no no i like that fact and you guys started in the pandemic that's right <laughs> yes that's right we 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 actually started um we started on, I incorporated the business on the 10th of March last year, 2020. And um, one week later, Boris Johnson announced the first UK lockdown. So I was in I was in London at this time. And um, so I, I, I also live in, in the country in Sussex. And so packed up where I was in London, jumped in the car, um, headed back to Sussex because I wanted to, I thought it'd be better to be in the country rather than in, in London with this first lockdown with all the cases that were rising there. And I didn't expect for one minute to be creating a tech business from my dining room table. Um, but there was no other option. We had to, and so I, 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 I set about. Um, I set about doing exactly that. So I, at this point, um, Finder was was an idea, albeit a relatively well thought out one. Um, but we were just a, a set of PowerPoint slides. Um, I needed to raise money in order to, to design, uh, test, build, launch the platform. Uh, I'd never raised money before, certainly not virtually, um, certainly not you know wearing tracksuit bottoms and, and a t-shirt, whatever it might be. Although I, there were many times where I'd iron a shirt, but I'd, I'd obviously be wearing shorts underneath. <laughs> people wouldn't know. But but no, I'd, it, I I quickly set about um, I, raising money. We targeted angel investors, uh, friends and family as well. People were interested in what we were doing and what we were planning, um, and we had a, a number of people invest quite quickly into our pre-seed then. Um, and we raised enough money to design, build, launch the platform, um, which we did October the 30th last year. And I and I think that, um, I'll never know, of course, but I, I really do believe that if we hadn't have had the pandemic um, and we were all forced to work from home, I, I, I don't think I would have been as productive. And I don't think we would have launched on time, on budget in October as we planned to. Because I remember before the pandemic, I, I used to run a, my own consultancy, which was which was which was called Demand Creations, or is called Demand Creations, and it's it's um it, it did 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 very well. It helped help businesses to create partnerships. So in many ways, what Finder's doing is automating all of that. But I remember um, with my, with my consultancy, I'd often have I'd lose count of all the kind of the coffees and the meetings that I'd have around London throughout the day, and sometimes I'd get to the end of the day and wondered what I'd, I'd achieved. It wasn't quite as stark as that. I was, and I'm probably painting myself to be incredibly unproductive, and that wasn't the case. But but when you're what, certainly since since the pandemic, working from home, opening up the laptop at eight a.m. and then having multiple Zoom calls, and I, I've just found I've just got I get so much more done. I feel so much more productive, and and I think the same was true of my team as well. In fact, I know the same is true of my team. We've got we've now got team members um, across the world. My my chief operating officer is currently in Antigua. Um, our development partners are based in Poland and Cuba. Um, other team members are based around the UK. Um, our users are global. And I suppose in many ways, we're living and breathing the finder kind of proposition or the finder the finder vision, which is 
you can create partnerships by being anywhere in the world at home. You don't, you no longer have to jump on a plane, shake someone's hand or hold a workshop. And in fact, when the pandemic hit, and obviously it's still around, but when the pandemic hit and the lockdown started to happen, it was impossible to shake someone's hand. It was impossible to jump on a plane. It was impossible to, to, to hold a workshop. So in many ways, launching Finder in the pandemic or at the start of the pandemic was was good timing for us. And and, and I, I struggled to say that it was good timing for obvious reasons, but it, but it was good timing for us because we were proving that you could be anywhere in the world and you could create partnerships um, with other businesses around the world just within a few clicks. So it was, there's definitely a book there at some point that I'm keen to write about starting a tech company from a dining room table um, without having a team, any team members around. Um, but yeah, no, I think for us, it, it proved, it proved, it proved um, to work quite well. I think also, I'm sure you've experienced a similar thing um, that when people were stuck at home, I think there was a more of a yearning for human contact, for human interaction. And so therefore, when I spoke to potential investors or when I spoke to potential users or when I was hiring and growing the team, I think people wanted to talk to each other more. And I think that made that for kind of richer richer relationships. And actually, of all of our investors, I've only met um, a, a couple of them um, in person. The rest of them, probably about 95% of them, I haven't actually physically met. But I feel that I've established very strong relationships with all of them. And I wonder whether... Well, I'm sure that would have been the case without the pandemic, but I wonder whether the pandemic helped to help helped to create that richness of relationship um, because there was kind of a big leveler in the form of the pandemic, a global pandemic, where people wanted to check in on each other, engage with each other, build relationships with each other. So uh, long story short, um, it's been a very um, interesting time um, creating a tech business in a pandemic, but, but I do think it, for us it, it's been good timing. Yeah, no, it sounds it sounds like it, and clearly, first challenge is having the idea, which you said was kind of forming, and mm. then getting the money to do it is clearly a big challenge. Mm. But recruiting people, getting people to buy into your vision, so not investors, I'm talking more your team now. Mm. How do you establish and create a culture when you know it's done through Teams or Hangouts or uh, Zoom? How how did that kind of manifest itself, and what results have you seen? That's a brilliant question. I get, I get asked that quite often, actually. So, I, I, I'd obviously in my obviously in my corporate career, I've managed teams, managed teams across the world, um, in different regions, across different cultures, speaking different languages. So, I already had a lot of experience of creating teams and, and high performing cultures um, when everyone wasn't necessarily physically together. So, I suppose that was the start point. But obviously, um, however, I say all of that. I've never, I'd never recruited someone or hired someone, but having not met them face to face. So that was the first. That was the first time I've ever done that. I suppose the first, the first piece is around. Um, it wasn't an option to meet people face to face. It wasn't an option to, to, to physically, um, you know, to, to meet people before um, we hired them. So, so that was. So it just wasn't possible. That was. That's. That's the first thing. So I. I, I was fortunate enough to have um, uh, my chief operating officer. I'd worked with her before uh, at Dixon's Carphone, and she is a uh, probably the most, not probably, she is by far the most effective operator I've ever met. And she used to run the program office at, at Dixon's Carphone for many years. And so she was able to quickly come in and put in place the structures and the processes that we needed to form the foundations of the business. And whilst I was able to continue kind of marketing and sales and investor conversations. 
And so, so the combination of both of us doing things which were essential for the business, but, but, but focusing on the things that we were both brilliant at was the start point. So having her come in and put in place all of the processes and the systems um, was, was, the, was the start point for then building the wider team. So she put in HR systems. Our HR system is called Bamboo. She put in place um, share options uh, for our team members. She's put in place uh, all the governance, um, all, all, all of the systems that we use to communicate with each other. So she's implemented Slack uh trello um she's created processes for how we work with our development partners in poland and cuba so through the processes and the systems that that she put in um that was the start point which allowed us to to start and grow the business effectively Uh, her name is jenny james uh, by the way um chief operating officer extraordinaire uh, and, and by far the number one um operator i've ever i've ever had the privilege of working with um, but she, so she, so the start point was that she put in all the foundations that we needed for the business. We then started um, hiring team members, and, and it's worth saying we're still we're still a, a small team. There's seven permanent team members, and we have other people that support us. So we are we are still very small. But we um, we applied to the UK government's Kickstart program, um, which is designed to help 16 to 24 year olds into work. And um, we applied for two roles, for a marketing assistant role and operations assistant role. And we were fortunate enough to, to meet um, two brilliant um, people who we offered the roles to, um, Rosie Bond and Rona McGann, and both of whom, incidentally, started businesses in the pandemic themselves. Um, and when they joined, they'd never worked uh, at a business before, not certainly not a business like ours, but we quickly put in um, regular structure so that they could learn and they could they could they could learn what to do and they and they knew what they had to do so we had we put in place weekly team meetings weekly one-to-ones we have tools where we communicate very effectively together like like slack we manage everything through google uh, google docs um obviously everyone uses zoom so combination of using the process combination of processes and structures and, and, and communication tools was was critical to have in place so that everyone could communicate with each other and everyone knew what what they had to do um uh, so that that was the first bit was was putting in place the foundations which Jenny did and and then the, the processes through the one to ones or the weekly team meetings and then making sure we had the right communication tools in place such as Slack and using the right collaboration tools such as Google Docs um, having having all of those things in place meant that everyone knew what they had to do um, so that was the start point um, we have we very much have a culture of no hierarchy I mean how could we with seven people um, but everyone's always encouraged when they have an idea to to share it with the wider with the wider group, and then we have a product uh, backlog where any ideas um, are, are, are sent and they're captured. And then on a quarterly basis, we review all of those ideas and then we prioritise them um, accordingly. And then those then form the basis for our product roadmap, which we deliver on a quarterly basis. So in that way, everyone knows that if they've got an idea they, of how we can improve Finder, um, they simply share it they add it to our product backlog and then we discuss it as a team on a quarterly basis and we decide whether it's a feature um, or, or, or a product um, enhancement that we want to that we want to deploy and so in that sense everyone can tangibly see their impact on our business in the form of new features new, new, new benefits on, on the platform and and our team have told us that they find that really satisfying we also um, have to be very um, uh, entrepreneurial, nimble, autonomous, call it what you will, as a team, because we're very small and we've got a lot to do. Uh, so we give we give our, our team members a lot of responsibility and a lot of autonomy. Um, so I'll give you a couple of examples. Um, Rosie, our operations assistant, she set up and, and launched a podcast from start to finish within two weeks. 
Um, we've now we've now um, we've now recorded enough episodes up until Christmas. Um, Ronan, our marketing assistant, uh, redesigned and relaunched our brand also within two weeks. So I look back on my corporate days and did some brilliant things, but we wouldn't have relaunched brands and launched things like podcasts within a matter of weeks. So so our, our team members, again, love that sense of autonomy and, and feel a sense of ownership and a, and a real sense of pride. Um, but we've but we've created that that autonomy through the structures and the processes that we put in place. We also make sure that we celebrate achievements on a regular basis as well, you know, whether it's just simply saying that's amazing, well done through Slack or uh, an example um, with with our team members, we've given them um, Monday morning off because we've obviously got the the, the, the World Cup final, uh, or, or I'm not a football fan, is it Euros or World Cup? I, I should know. Euro, Euros. We, we wish the World Cup, but we'll take the Euros at the moment. Oh my God, your listeners are going, I'm, I'm, mortif- I'm mortified if I get that wrong. <laughs> That's just highly mortifying. Um, tennis is more my thing, but, but I will be watching the match. But no, we've given our team the morning off on Monday because obviously there might be some heavy heads. Um, we have, so we do, we do little things like that. We have... We offer um, all of the eves off, so Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve. We give, uh, give, uh, make sure we pe- people take their, their birthdays off as well. Um, we have virtual, t- uh, we do virtual uh, social activities on a, on, a, on a regular basis. The last one was some cocktail tasting, which was really good fun. Um, we've, we've got another one coming up. Uh, cheese tasting, I think, is another one we've got coming up. And, and if, but don't get me wrong, that doesn't obviously replace any human interaction because we, we'd love nothing more than to be together in the same room. But we found that for now, those though, that this way of working seems to have created a good working culture, which seems to be setting and putting Finder in a good place to grow whilst um, giving people responsibility and autonomy and opportunities so that they can also grow as well. Another couple of other things that we've done is that we offer um, four-day weeks to people who want to work a four-day week. Um, so as long as they get everything done that they need to in those four days, then they can take they can take Fridays off. Uh, we also have a no meeting Friday um, uh, uh, as well, where we try and we, we pack everything into the week, Monday through Thursday. And then Fridays, it's still for some of us a work day, um, but we try and not have any meetings on the Friday so we can maybe think more creatively about things. And we found that that can also help um, work-life balance. It kind of eases you into the weekend a bit more gradually. Um, so yeah, those, those, that, that's, that's the way that we've done it. But again, I say all of that, we will be taking an office um, early next year, but when we do so, we've, we've made the decision already that it will be a very much a hybrid work from home um, uh, kind of culture um, whereby there might be two or three days in the office or, or set days in the office. But, but we, we, we've, we've really seen um, the benefits of, of this kind of working from home as well, where we've been really, really productive, built a great culture. And in our case, launched, and, and, and built and grown a, a tech platform, so we don't want to lose any of that by going back to the to the to the night to the old nine to five, which I just think is a really outdated, outdated model. Yeah, it sounds like you've done an amazing job, kind of taking bits from or bits that you've seen that work from previous employment and piecing them mm. together in terms of the the finder world. And um, yeah, long mate long may it continue and we'll see what happens with the future of of office work and uh, you know there may be a, a pull back at some point it may stay as it is or even um expand further but yeah i think there's there's lots of questions to be answered in terms of what the the future of working world looks like isn't there and mm-hmm. as you say we're kind of treading tentatively into those four-day working flexible more flexible working um office opportunities to come back in but um yeah it'd be interesting to see how how that manifests itself i think for sure though there's going to be a big pull to 
get people together, whether that be work or socially, just because as humans, we crave mm-hmm. uh, contact with people, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I don't, I, again, don't, go, don't get me wrong. I mean, we, we've had, we at Finder, we, it's been a very, we've had a very positive experience of building a business, creating a culture, for, you know, all remotely. But I wholeheartedly agree. We, 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 we of course, we're humans. We, we, as you say, we yearn that that human interaction. And I can't wait for the day where you know all the team come together and we're you know chinking glasses and doing stuff, you know, celebrating together. Uh, but it, it's going to be nice, I think, to have that balance going forward as well. I think you know the pandemic has done many things. One, I think, is one of the main things it's done for everybody is help them to reflect on their lives, which incorporate their personal lives, their working lives, they're just their just their lives, their that all their lives. And I think it's caused this um, reflection point or inflection point, I suppose you could say, of people assessing what do they want to get out of life? And that obviously that that's, sounds probably quite philosophical, etc. But I don't think it is. I think it's made everyone really stop because everyone's had to stop because they've been at home to say, what do I want out of life? And I think many people are going to come out of this uh, living their lives in a slightly different way. I don't think it'll be a complete 180 from what they were doing before, but I think there'll be quite significant improvements along the way for, for many people. No, I agree. I agree. So that that's a kind of segue into the, I suppose, the final uh, part of the podcast. So that that tells us how we got to where we are. What What's the future vision? What things have you got that you can share that are on the roadmap for the product? Where do you see Finder going? What's the potential? Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I could talk for a long time about this, but I, but I won't. I won't bore your listeners um, with with too much. Um, so I suppose the future of work, first of all, before I come before, before I come on to Finder, um, I think it goes back to what we were just talking about then, which is I think people are going to have a different balance, work life balance, when it comes to well their lives. I don't think we're going to suddenly see productivity fall off a cliff with people working half the time from from home. I actually think we'll see productivity improve because I think we'll we'll see happier people. Mental health has particularly come to the fore um, with the pandemic, and people are talking about it a lot more. So I think we'll we'll see productivity improve, but 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 as a result of people being happier because they've got a better balance of of how they're working and how they're living their lives. So I think I think that's the first thing. I think coming coming on to Finder, uh, it's been um, uh, it's been it's been a very timely as I mentioned, it's been a very timely um, period for us to launch in because. As people can't physically haven't been able to physically meet, um, we've created a platform where people can create partnerships virtually, and I think that we will see. Well, I mean, we're already starting to see. We have ten, we have ten to twenty new users join every every week without with very limited marketing activity. So that suggests that people are really buying into what we're doing, which is they don't want to jump on a plane so much anymore i mean they probably will do but not maybe every week or every month they don't want to spend lots and lots of money trying to find the right people they want to do things faster in a, in a more in a more cost effective way they don't want to spend tens of thousands of pounds on linkedin or salesforce or other tools to help them get in front of the right people they want they want they want quick solutions where they can get in front of decision makers at, at the click of a button in our case just by clicking a one hour a request for a one hour discovery call so i think well, not. I think we are seeing more and more people change their behaviours from using the likes of not 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 replacing. I shouldn't say that. That's not that's not fair and that's not true. But I think people are seeing that with Finder, it's certainly a complementary tool to other tools that they are using, whether that's LinkedIn or Crunchbase or Aula or, or, or PitchBook or whomever, or just cold calling. And they're seeing that with Finder, they could just create a profile on Finder. They can just be there, tell us who they are, and what they're looking for. And if they just have one, two, maybe three discovery calls a month, um, that's significant 
more a significant uh, increased number of opportunities that they may not have otherwise had. And certainly with us, you only pay £99 for each discovery call. So it's it's very, very, very accessible. Whereas you might have paid before, I don't know, thousands, hundreds, thousands of pounds to get in front of the right person at, say, Tesco or Microsoft. Um, and taken how long? With Finder, you just pay £99 if they request a discovery, if they accept your request for a discovery call. We also have our two um, subscription plans that we've launched as well. So one's an unlimited discovery calls plan, another one's an enterprise plan with which has multiple multiple licenses. So with both of those plans, you can just sign up to them and leave them on and let Finder do the do the hard work and let the opportunities come to you, which leads on to our next big product feature that we're going to launch um, in the autumn is what we're calling the recommendation engine, whereby Simon will just be able to sit back, having told us who he is and what he's looking for. And then when um, when uh, the relevant opportunities um, or, the, or, or the businesses that he's looking for sign up, he can just, they'll come to him, he'll get a notification saying, Simon, great news. Um, Amazon have just uh, signed up. They're just looking, for, they're looking for a new um, productivity consultant. Um, we and that would be relevant for you. And then you can request a discovery call. So so very quickly, you'll just be sitting back, Finder will always be on, and relevant opportunities will be presented to you um, in, on a regular basis, which you can just click a button. And then all of a sudden, you've got a call with the decision maker at Amazon who's looking for your services. Amazing. Amazing. And if people want to get on the platform, how's the what's the best thing for them to do? Oh, this, this always feels like a shameless plug, but I'm a marketeer, so I'll go for it. it. <laughs> no, people can sign up. It's completely free to sign up and create a profile. It's at www.finder.global. That's finder, F-I-N-D-R.global. So just come on, sign up, takes a couple of minutes to create a profile. Only pay um, when you when you when when your request for a discovery call is accepted. And let's just see how we can help your, your listeners increase their sales pipeline, increase the innovation that they're looking for, find new suppliers, find new partners. Um, I don't want to go as far as saying stop using LinkedIn because that wouldn't be fair. <laughs> but just come on to Finder and, and see what we can do for you. See how quickly and cost effectively we can find you the right opportunities with decision makers. Perfect. And we'll put those, we'll, we'll put a link to your LinkedIn profile, Greg, in the show notes. And we'll also put a link to the, the website as well so people can easily click through. Thank you. Last question from me then, uh, one for all the guests that come on. What's the best bit of business advice you've ever been given? Just give it a go. Um, just just give it a go. Just just try just try things. Um, failure is great. Um, at Finder, we have we have one of our one of our many many philosophies is that if it's seventy percent right, that's more than good enough. Don't wait for something to be hundred percent. Just give it a go and learn from what you experience, whether that's um, raising money, launching a new business, hiring a team member, launching a new product feature. Just give it a go. If it's 70% right, then that's more than good enough. But just give it a go. Life is far too short. If, if, if nothing that the past 15, 16, 17 months have taught us, just give it a go. Love that. And, and yeah, one, I think one of the things I've always learned is you tend to learn more from the tricky or tricky parts or the failures mm. than you do from the successes so yeah don't be don't be afraid to fail as long as you learn if you keep failing i think then yeah it's time for reflection but um totally agree with those sentiments as freud would say if you, if you keep failing or if you keep knocking your head against a brick wall it's quite nice when the pain stops <laughs> <laughs> absolutely well on that note i'll just thank you for coming on it's been an absolute pleasure to catch up as always and uh, yeah look after yourself and good luck to the finder team simon thank you so much i thoroughly enjoyed it take care